<laughs> hey y'all uh welcome back this is episode 18 of manly musings podcast so appreciate y'all uh listening in to this episode i uh, do apologize this is coming out a couple of days late had a few things come up on my end so just need to push out our day of recording uh tonight though we're gonna have some fun we're gonna do something very similar to what we did um gosh almost feels like three months ago, four months ago now of creating our and the all-star list. And we're going to use the current NBA um, starters and reserves. So we're not just pulling people out of, out of thin air. And we're just going to say, Hey, Ben Simmons should be an all-star. No, we're not doing that. It is going to be off of what we see here. Uh, so this should be a good time. Kevin and I are going to go back and forth just like they do nowadays, which I'm kind of, Wishing they went back to East versus West because I think that's just more fun to watch, typically. Um, yeah, but- it's just hard now because like the competition is just like everywhere. But like I, I, I appreciate the NBA spicing it up a little, mixing it up. I like the way they've done it the last couple of years where you've had the All Stars kind of uh, pick their own teams. But we'll see what happens. Uh, we got a different crop of names that uh, we might be used to. I hope they actually play defense this year because I watched last year's and I hated it. Well, remember, they played defense like they, they really start to play defense towards that, the fourth quarter. In that fourth quarter where it's whoever gets to 24 first, basically. Yes. Yeah, so, but like play defense. It's basketball. Play defense. Don't just. Uh, I'm sure. But yeah, like I, I think like since they've done the whole switch up with all of the different like, you know, like picking it old school like 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 they're at the park the last couple of years have been a little bit more competitive depending on how the teams have been selecting that's true um, so as long as like the team they don't just keep selecting their friends then i think we should be okay but you know i it'll be kevin durant this year and lebron picking um, so that'll be a first time right kevin durant i don't think he'll be picking because he's not part of the game okay because I, I thought that he was st- he would at least still Maybe because he was the 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 largest vote getter. So we'll Maybe. see what happens. But we'll we'll see find what out tomorrow. Um, so let's jump into the sports update. Uh, if everyone hasn't seen, I uh, was not a big WNBA follower. Kevin and I saw this literally last Thursday, Friday. Uh, Nike has now become a I think it was seventy five million dollar investor into the WNBA. Um, their plan is to actually help promote certain athletes that are Nike brand a little bit more, uh, also create grassroots uh, sports uh, complexes and all that to bring up more of girls basketball, which is a big thing. I think that's going to be phenomenal for the sport itself. Um, I'm watching a couple of the women's games in college. They're great games to watch. Like if you want to actually watch basketball as pure uh, how, in its pure essence, watch women's basketball. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I think this is fantastic. You, Kevin? Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's honestly a matter of time that somebody has done something to help the WNBA. There's a lot of great players. Nike does sponsor, you know, some of probably their biggest stars. If you think about Diane Taurasi, Sue Bird, you know, the list goes on and on. And it's about time that the women's game is put on the proper platform out here. Yeah, seriously. That's the biggest thing is finally getting the recognition. Uh, I know they've some of the girl uh, women's players have voiced their um, kind of opposition to certain things that have been going on. I know um, 
gosh, I can't now I can't remember her name. She's was the Spurs coach and now she's over Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond's making a million bucks, which is the highest play uh, highest paid <clears> coach. <throat> but then you have players not even getting close to that who have been in the league for a while. So there's still disparities that still need to be worked out. So hopefully, fingers crossed, that'll be taken care of throughout all of these uh, new investors being brought in. Um, Next, biggest thing in the NFL, um, besides the NFL NFL teams, only hiring one uh, person of color to a head coaching position uh, is Brian Flores' lawsuit against the NFL, the Miami Dolphins, the um, Denver Broncos, and New York Giants. So this is huge. I don't think he'll ever coach in the NFL again, which is really sad. I think he's a phenomenal coach. Um, but I love the fact that he said, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to just sit here. I'm going to do this. Um, finally, someone voicing opinions. You're getting a lot of coaches coming out and saying, yeah, I was paid money to throw games by the owners. I have the texts, I have the messages, I have the emails showing this and it's, this is going to rock the NFL. And I really hope they actually do the right thing and divulge all the information on like they did with the flake gate, which we found out they've been holding a lot of information back on this week too. So a lot going on in the NFL world. Yeah. I mean, the whole Brian Flores thing, if you guys, I'm pretty sure you, if you guys know about it, um, somebody get, went ahead and texted Brian Flores. Bill Belichick. About, yes. Oh yeah. Bill Belichick. It was about uh, congratulating uh, the head coach of the new the new head coach of the New York Giants, I believe what Brian Fable is that what it was? Is that his uh, name? Yeah, the yeah, and offensive he, coordinator for the Bills. Yeah, and then he ended up texting Brian Flores because they was so close to each other. So it pretty much just kind of looks bad on the NFL. Uh, if anybody knows about the Rooney Rule, it's where the rule that an NFL team has to make consider at least one African American. Uh, coach, if I let me know if I get that, got that right, Mary, they have to consider one African American coach or one minority a coach. They, they have to all. So the Rooney Rule, in essence, is which is terrible. If you it, ask me, it, I think a, it's crap. I think the Rooney Rule, when it was put into place back in 20, 2003, something like that. Um, whenever Tomlin was uh, hired as the head coach of the Steelers, he was the first coach ever hired off of the Rooney rule problem with the Rooney rule is the simple fact that all they need to do is say that this person's in the interview loop they don't have to hire him and granted some of these coaches that go out to interviews they might not be the best candidates so let's not just say the old white guy is getting the job because he's an old white guy he might be the best candidate for that team and I'm not saying that to be a jerk or anything he could be the best candidate. Do I think some of these guys that get head coaching jobs should be head coaches? Heck no. But that's the team's decision. The NFL needs to go back and review this Rooney rule, which they did a couple of years ago to actually include people in the front office, which I think that there's two teams that hired two general uh, uh, black general managers this year, the Vikings. I can't remember who else. So that's big there. But your representation in the NFL as head coaches is only two. And no offense, I love Lovey Smith. He's not head coach anymore. So it's a rule that needs to truly be broken back down and redone to actually include 
true competitive nature in the coaching carousel that we have every year. Yeah, I agree. Like you can't just have somebody on a list that say, oh, they were just considered, but you're really just wasting their time. You need to make sure you're getting qualified uh, coaches that are eligible for that role, or if they're a front office, there's got to definitely has to be some sort of adjustment to that rule. Yeah. I, I hope they actually do the right thing uh, and adjust what they should to this rule and make it so that every single candidate gets the proper interview process, all of that. And there's more, we need to see more black head coaches. I'm sorry. I, I hate the simple fact that the Saints hired their defensive coordinator. Their defense was trash. And you didn't bring in the best offensive coordinator in the league. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. There, there are many examples we can think of that of guys that probably should be head coaches by now. But for some odd reason, they're not. No, nobody's been considered. But Josh McDaniels, who blew up the Denver Broncos, who ignored the Colts, who went back to the Patriots and did pretty well. And he's done well since is a head coach of the Raiders, which I personally, as a Patriot fan, think that's a horrible move on his for his career. Um that's a horrible fran- like let's be honest the raiders are a horrible franchise they're not a good run franchise and there's a lot of issues so good yep. luck good <laughs> luck exactly um, but let's jump over nba holy crap these trades are ridiculous yeah we got one more day till the trade deadline it is it's it's crazy right now the sabonis one Oh, yeah, wow. for Tyler Her- Halliburton, like Indiana made out well with that with that oh, trade. Indiana is like golden with that one. And I bet that makes sure that they keep Miles Turner because I love Sabonis. I think he's great, but doesn't play defense, doesn't know, the, just isn't the best defensive big. Miles Turner, pretty dang good. And they just got a good bunch of young guys back and they got they got buddy healed in that trade right no yeah uh i think they did yeah that's even buddy healed and buddy healed tyler halliburton and one other and person one other person i because, literally just had it up because on my screen indy sent holiday sabonis and i can't think who else out to sacramento but like Think it. Indy's now got two shooters on the outside, Buddy Heald and uh, Brogdon, who can be like out. I heard they may trade Brogdon, um, to so that because Halliburton is there, he's just Halliburton will take his spot. But so, isn't Halliburton more of a? Isn't he more of a point guard technically, or is he yeah, considered? But that's more the same. That's the same position that Brogdon plays. Oh, I thought Brogdon was like a, a shooting guard or small forward. No, Brogdon is like, was their like starting point? Yeah, so it would be DeMontis Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, oh. and Justin Holiday for end of t- 2023 second round pick to Sacramento for Tyrese Halliburton, uh, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. So, yeah, but Tristan Thompson is just a throw in just to make the money even. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then we, 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 we can't forget about CJ McCollum getting traded which oh was i wow. did not expect that one so for Especially those that don't know there i was expecting uh, like new york or a big market team i was not expecting new orleans to give that up yeah so uh if you guys don't know so the portland trailblazers they traded cj mccullum 
Larry Nance, and Tony Snell. For Josh Hart, Tom Tomas Sadaransky, Nikhil Alexander Walker, and Didi Luzada with a protected 2022 first round pick and two future second round picks. And that and that's protected pick, if that falls within five to fourteen, that goes to Portland. Yeah. If it doesn't, it goes to the next year so that Portland will get this first round pick in 2024 or whatever it is. So Portland made out really well because they get cap space again. Yeah, because um, I think they they were owing CJ McCollum about 67 million. Yeah, and they traded the day before, they traded Covington and a few other guys down to um the Clippers. Because the Clippers got rid of Bledsoe and some other wasted space on the bench. Oh, yeah. they uh, uh, What's it called? So Clippers, they traded Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second-round pick. And it was for Noel Powell and Robert Covington. So Covington like, is a steal right there. I love Covington. Yeah, hell, hell of a defender. Because, uh, I mean, I don't know whenever they're going to get Kawhi back, but... It is very interesting, and it's funny because it's like they're trading. The Blazers are trading out all these players, and it's like, what do you? What is Dame doing? What is Dame gonna do? Is he gonna be a part of this rebuild? But the thing is, I know he loves Portland, so he, and he said he doesn't want to leave. But like your best friend on the team just left. You're mm-hmm. losing all these guys that are around you that you've been playing with for a couple of years, and you're on. You just have you just had surgery and you're out for another six to eight weeks so yeah where does that stand for him i really want him to go somewhere else to, that'll give him a chance because i love portland i think it's a great little spot and they, their team is always a decent team but they just never get over that hump oh ever, yeah ever I since agree. the lakers trashed on them years ago they just haven't gotten back yeah. to where they're supposed to be um, absolutely and don't forget there's another great trade Today, um, yeah, which uh, I because I was gonna mention even a couple of days ago, you had Indiana trading Karis Levert, oh a yeah, second round pick to my aunt, uh, to Cleveland, yeah, yeah, to Cleveland for Ricky Rubio's expiring contract, a lottery protected 2022 first round pick, 2022 second round pick via Houston, and a 2027 second round pick via Utah and yeah. Cleveland. Biggest surprise of the year right now, where now they just literally got a starting shooting guard plopped into their lap for practically nothing. Yep. They got all that Indy's hoping is that Cleveland just is only a one-year team where it's like, oh, we're doing good this year, next year, and the years following that fall apart, Um, which could happen. It can happen to any team. Um, Today, San Antonio um, and the Utah Jazz and someone else was in a huge trade because – um, Joe Inglis is now a member of, I believe, the Spurs. Oh, oh no! It's it's another Blazers deal. Is it the Blazers again? Oh my god! Yeah. All right. So here we go. So you have it is the Utah Jazz acquired Nikaeli Alexander Walker. Yep, and that's Spurs, huge. That, that's big because he's good. Yeah, because he's a young guy, and the Spurs, Juancho Hernan Gomez. Uh, so the Spurs are going to get Thomas Sadoransky in the second round pick. And the Blazers get J- Utah's Joe Ingles, 
Elijah Hughes and a second round pick. Yeah, but Joe Ingles is out the rest of the year because he tore his ACL. Yeah, so basically it's another cap space move. Yep. Um, so then you have they pretty much just talk about uh Alexander Walker that he's just gonna make an impact off of Utah's bench. And then Ingles is a free agent this summer, and then more draft assets for the Spurs and Blazers. Hmm. So, I mean, the Blazers are just real wheeling and dealing. So I can only imagine they're playing at some point today. They're gonna have like nobody on their bench right now. Some team only had eight guys. I think it might have been the Blazers the other night. They only had eight guys on, yeah. the, on the on the team. So it's like okay. Um, I'm waiting to see what happens tomorrow. At was the tra- deadline's four p.m. Right. I said, yeah, 4 p.m. Eastern time. So the biggest rumor is James Harden for oh, my Ben Atlanta. Simmons, which I don't think that makes the Nets any better. That makes the Nets worse. Yeah. Makes makes the 76ers scary as all hell for anyone yeah. to go against them. It really depends on what the trade is going to look like. Would it be a straight-up trade? No, God, no way. No way would you be able to do that. Yeah, because a lot of because I think the Nets are asking they want a star in return. Yeah. Two first round picks. I or heard James. I heard they wanted Simmons, another player and two picks, something like that. It was something yeah. outrageous. And that was just for Harden. So, yeah, no, where the Nets, it's just literally they only they would only send Harden away. Yeah, which would be super interesting if that was done. I mean, I was watching first take for like quick moments and they would talk about you would never be trading. So you you would not want to trade to your rival in your conference. Yeah. It's going to it would haunt the Sixers if, say, the Nets were somehow literally crushed it and they maybe made it to the Eastern finals or won the championship this year. It's just going to hang over their head. Oh, it's because they traded that trade for James Harden. I just, I don't know how they, how they can't make that work, but Hey, whatever. Um, it'll be interesting. I'm hoping the Celtics make a couple moves to get some uh, bench reserves in there. Uh, you know, they look really good last night against a really crappy Nets team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 20... I w- and for my teams, I would hope the Lakers do something different. Apparently, there's rumors that they want um, Josh Richardson from the Celtics. I mean, honestly, the way the Lakers look right now, good Lord, anything is better than what they have. And I keep hearing there's a bunch of rumors around that there are several teams interested in the Knicks' Julius Randle. And Burke. I've heard Burke's name get tossed out there, too. Yeah, I mean, it all – I, you know, it's like – I know it's a rough season right now for the Knicks, you know, coming off of high of making the playoffs in the fourth seed. And now we're currently the 12th seed right now in the East. I know like they want to shake things up, but I mean, there's just, we just hit a couple of rough patches in the road. We've had injuries. We've mm-hmm. had COVID protocols. I, I don't know if I'd want them to truly blow it up yet, but I mean, if it's for the right price, then I can deal with us getting rid of Julius Randle. If that means we're going to be start playing some of our younger guys like Obi Toppin a little bit more quickly, a little yeah, bit more I of like Miles McBride and Quentin Grimes, Jericho I Sims. I would never trade Randle because he's your best player. He's straight up your best player. You don't want to get rid of him. He's he's having a down year uh, stats wise. 
but he's, he's still averaging 19 and nine. Like, yeah. And he's still your best player. Like it, that's, if you're trading him away, that's because you think your team isn't going to be successful uh, in the long term with him around, which was proven wrong last year. So it'll be interesting I, tomorrow afternoon, you know, even tonight after we get off this podcast, there's probably going to, my phone's going to look down and be like trade after trade after trade after trade. So yeah. it'd be interesting. Um, let's move on to the next thing here. Cause we've, we were on that for a while. Um, the celebrity all-star game. Usually I saw you text this to me and I was like, Oh my God, this is hilarious. It isn't usually that much fun to watch, but the simple fact that miles Garrett is playing in it and Dominique Wilkins team looks like it'll destroy bill Walton's team easily is great. And machine gun Pel- Kelly is playing. I can't wait to see this little white boy running up and down the court. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, Honestly, like right now, I'm looking at Bill Walton's team. They got Quavo, who's actually pretty good. They got Anderson Verichel, so he's probably going to be the one guarding Miles Garrett. And pretty much, if I were Dominique Wilkins, I would get the ball and have Miles Garrett friggin' post up every damn play and have mm-hmm. him dunk it every time. Bill Walton does have, I think, better women's players. They have, they yeah. have a Derek De'Erica Hamby from the, the the Aces, who's been really good the last couple of years. And I don't know who the WNBA player is for Dominique's team. Um, Carissa Jackson. Yeah, maybe Carissa Jackson. And I, I don't know who the rest of the names on this truthfully Kane, are. Kane Brown is a good. Uh, he's a country pop kind of singer. He's, he's, usually, he's usually always at one of these games. And he's pretty good. Um, Jack Harlow, we all know who Jack Harlow is. He's a rapper. Yep. He's pretty Jack good Harlow. from, from what I've heard. He's not bad from what I've seen. So uh, Quavo, think... Quavo is not bad. He just – his shot is so ugly. And it yeah. somehow works. Like, good but he you, loves bro. playing in these celebrity I would, games. I would love if they ever did, like, a all-star game in whatever city they're at and they got – 12 people from different parts of the country to come play. Not, not celebrities, not anyone that just like a normal pickup basketball game. I would 100% sign up for that just to, oh be, my to have some fun. That would be so cool. So if anyone that would NBA, be cool, like a level is listening to this, throw that idea out there. Um, Merritt Peasley and Kevin Cueva will love to be there. We'll, we'll get there however we need to, but we'll be there. Um, so thank you. So, all right, let's jump over. What is on your shirt? Because one, I love it. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. So this is my wrestling tee of the day, broski of the week. Uh, So if anybody follows me on social media, I went to a local wrestling show this weekend, uh, WrestlePro, and I got to meet uh, Matt Cardona who this is his shirt representing his podcast. I had to let him know that I was broski of the week for episode 46 of his uh, MC true long Island uh, YouTube uh, podcast. And he put me on his vlog. So stay tuned, everybody. If I can be on his vlog, he, he filmed me. So we'll see what happens if I actually make it or not. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I always like going to the, local wrestling shows if they're ever around in our area whenever we get a chance if they have some big names go ahead and meet them usually do the the wrestlers do charge a fee if you want to take a picture i'm like no problem it is the way their way of living 
So, you know, you support your small shows. And yeah, it's a pretty dope shirt. This shirt is extremely comfy. It's like a Hanes tee that they I got sent from ProWrestlingTees.com. And yeah, so shout out to Matt Cardona being, and I was his broski of the week with this huge skull on it. And that's my tea for the day. Mary, yeah, I might, you got on. I might want to like snag that shirt. That This is like a cool looking shirt. So Maybe I'll I, just buy you one. I'll send it to you. Oh, I, I'd love you for that, buddy. What size are you? Um, is it long? If it's long sleeve, extra large. If it's short sleeve, large. Okay. I, I'm going to take a look and see what we got. I got some long, long limbs. So that's that's the issue. <laughs> Word. All right. I'm going to take a look and to see what I, what they got. All right. Um, so what do you got hat. for your hat today? So my hat is failure clothing. Um, this is a buddy of mine out in Arizona. Jeez, I literally am dropping Arizona people left and right here these days. Um, he it used to work with me when I was a sales associate at Nike back in the day working out in Arizona. Um, nice. He only did it just so he could get some discounts on some cool kicks. And I, I don't blame him. So um, he, he started his own clothing brand couple of years ago um so i was actually out in arizona for my current job um two years ago prior pandemic when life was normal and life was amazing but that's in the past um but we um he asked me I, he sent me out a couple of things i bought a couple of, i have another hat I, I think he still have a pair of shorts and he sent me this hat too um and i just thought it'd be kind of cool to rep somebody that maybe you don't know who he is uh, I know he last I saw he had a deal with Lululemon coming up. Oh, fancy. So, yeah, yeah. Th- this guy is a big wig. Like he knows all these big time athletes out in Arizona. Uh, he's friends with Larry Fitzgerald. He sits courtside, like all this stuff. He and you would never think it. Like he's just such a humble, awesome dude. Like, cool. Um, so if I'm ever back out in Arizona, I'm going to a son's game. I'm hitting him up to go meet players and hang out and just chill. Um, for sure, but great guy. I uh, th- definitely happy to wear his hat and represent his company. Um, nice. All right, so now Love let's that. now let's jump into All Star Weekend. That's coming up two weeks, three weeks. No, uh, uh yeah, two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, Super say, Bowls weeks. this week and then next week right after. Woo! Super Bowl. Don't worry, we're we are doing a podcast next week with another podcast. We're gonna walk through the whole Super Bowl, guys. We're gonna have some fun with that one. Um. So Kevin, these are friends from West Virginia. I don't think you know them, uh, but they're friends mm. of mine. Uh, they created okay. the podcast. Um, they just yell and get scream. it. They just apparently it's like called yelling and scream. I can't remember, but they just talk about stupid college stories majority of the time on their podcast. Um, nice. But let's talk about biggest all star snubs. And there's a lot out there. There's plenty of guys. You know, we could have thrown Lamella Ball on that list until yesterday. Um, for me, and this is not me being a Celtics fan or anything, I think Jalen Brown 100% was snubbed. If I'm looking at this list of players, I'm going, why? Like, Harden's not going to play. Let's be honest. Harden shouldn't be even on this list. He's not going to play. He's been out for like two, like a week and a half. Take him off, put him, throw in another reserve. But I think Jalen Brown, the man is averaging like 26 points a game, Um some obscene numbers, like his defense is phenomenal. All these things, the guy just got completely snubbed. So I, I think that's the biggest snub in my opinion. What about you? Um, so I actually put down Miles Bridges. Ooh, uh, he is an, an excellent player. Hasn't missed too much time this year. 
but he's averaging like 20 and 10 for the Hornets and the Hornets are doing an amazing job. I understand why they gave it to LaMelo um, because he's pretty much the catalyst of why the Hornets have been what they are last couple of years. And he's just getting better and better. And with that tag team of him and Miles Bridges is phenomenal. And there's, I want to add one more person to this list because I was just looking at the reserves. Uh, Cleveland Cavalier, former Brooklyn net Jarrett Allen. You know, he is a double-double machine, and he's part of the reason why Cleveland has been where they are this year, along with uh, Darius Garland, who is on the reserves list. So I just think, wanted to highlight those guys, but it's good. Yeah, there's always snubs every yeah, year. There's all, I feel like sometimes you, you get um, snubs and you kind of sit there and you go, okay, well, this stinks. Why, well, why don't we do this? And I like what um, the NHL does is one player – is at least represented from every single team during their all-star. You know what's funny? I, I think I, I heard about awesome. that. That is and, awesome. And I was actually talking to my wife. Oh, gosh, maybe it must have been last week about it. And I was like, I would rather, again, I like how the NHL does their all-star game where it's like 3v3 or 4v4 now. Like, it's they change it up and you keep – it's more competitive. Yeah. I think it would be really cool to see the NBA do that where you have – 32 players, right? And two from the West, two from the East are on one team. And you just have a round robin tournament of 4v4 or 3v3, whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. I think that would be really cool to watch because it brings that a little bit more of a competitive edge to it. You're not just tossing the ball up and watching Steph Curry take shots from like three-quarter court um, or dunks that are stupid because they, there's no defense. I think that'd be really fun to watch. I personally would watch that more you than know I would what? watch the all-star game. I'll, I'll double, I'll double down on you with that. So I, how, what do you think about this? Say one player from every NBA team is represented. Mm-hmm. You split them up. What is it? You split them up into four teams of eight. Ooh, okay. Four teams of eight. They play each of them play a game of 21. And then the, the, Whoever has like the winning, so if, if anything, you could separate two Eastern teams, two Western teams. They battle it out, uh, games to twenty-one. Then whoever wins of each that conference gets home court of the NBA Finals Ooh, that year. That'd be cool. So it makes it on the line. There's there's something they get some sort of incentive to actually play and win that game. And merit, you'll get your defense there. Thank God. I love defense more than offense, apparently. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what, what would you do? I think that would actually, I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like that would actually be pretty cool. Maybe didn't, they they, all, didn't they have that in the years past where it was like whoever won the all-star game had home court? No, though, I think the only place that's doing that is baseball. I know baseball does, but I thought NBA did it years and years ago. No, they never done that. Huh. That would be interesting because that would throw a huge wrench into like, say, a team having a better record but mm-hmm. their conference won the all-star game and they're going away. Yep. So that would be, I'd be cool with that. So NBA, you've got a really cool idea for a normal person, all-star game uh, going on. Plus two really fun ideas to change up the all-star game experience, because let's be honest, majority of our, of your fans kind of tune out this game by the Half second time. quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I tune out. I tune out probably a, like 
after I see the last year, when I was, the two Celtics guys were in, I was like, okay, cool. I'll watch that. I'm done. Usually it's like, I'll, I'll watch for like the first half. Then like, I'll be on my phone through like the third quarter. And then maybe and I'll shut off my phone to watch at least like the last five to like eight minutes of the game to see if it gets competitive. Um, Hold on. I just got this and this is nothing with basketball. Bleacher Report just reported former big leaguer has died at age 47. J- Jeremy Giambi. Oh, wow. Dead. Oh, no. Wow. Dang. I almost said Jason because that's the one that everyone knows. But this is his brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Giambi is the brother. Oh, no. Oh, I wonder. Did they just did they say why? I'm looking right now. No, it doesn't look like. There's they have the details any, yet. No, he hasn't played since 2003. From Wednesday, age 47. Yeah, nothing yet. Oh, that's so sad. Damn. Prayers to Jeremy yeah. Giambi. We, I mean, I know a lot everybody. of baseballers know Jason, so the Jeremy was his brother, but oh, man. Hey, that's his brother was part of Moneyball right there. Moneyball right there. So it's true. That's sad. Um, sorry to bring that up before we jump into the fun part of the episode. It is now time for us to build our own rosters for the NBA All-Star game. Kevin, yes. can you walk us through the notes that you threw up here just so that everyone knows what we're doing? Yes, absolutely. So a couple notes to remember. So for the starting lineup, Kevin Durant is not playing this year. Uh, so they have inserted Jason Tatum as the starter for uh, as the Eastern starter. And LaMelo Ball is now moved up to be an all-star reserve. Um, one other thing added also, Draymond Green announced when he was on TNT the other week that he will not be playing because of inju- his injuries. And he was replaced by DeJounte Murray from the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to be like commentating during the game, though. That'd be cool. I would love to see that because he's got oh, his... Absolutely. He's got his thing going on with TNT where he's like actually a reporter when he's not playing. Yeah, because I think it's part of the Bleacher Report where he's like he's like a commentator. Honestly, if he's doing that, that would be amazing. I would love that. I, I 100% love him as a commentator. He is fantastic, especially because he, he tells Chuck to shut up. Yeah. All right. So if anything, so starting five, I don't know how you want to divvy out who goes first. What I've we already, can do is I already we did can it. Do, you can start. Okay. You want me to start? Yeah. Well, if anything, how about first. this, Merritt? Since I'm picking first for starting five, I'll have you pick first for reserves. How does that sound? All right. That works. Cool. Okay, cool. All right. So my first pick, Merritt. I mean, I LeBron. he's the king. He's the king. No, don't. He's not LeBron. Le, LeBron James, everyone, will be my first overall pick. Wow. What a shocker. Hey, man. I support my Lakers. I got to. Um. So I am going to go with my first pick is Giannis. I have to go with the Greek freak. Damn I, you. Because I was going to, I was honestly, I was thinking you were going to go ahead and get and take Tatum. Oh, no, 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 no. Tatum is great, but I need somebody that can swat the crap out of everyone else on that team and mm-hmm. dunk and do all the other things that I need him to do besides okay. touch the ball outside the three point line. Cool. All right. So since you took uh, you took Giannis, which was a part of my early plan, I'm going to go ahead and take Nikola Jogic from the Denver Nuggets. 
Um, I love his game. He's so good. The Joker crushing it, shooting threes, blocking right. people. Who are we going with? Starting for your starting five. Do I keep it big? Also, I really am so disappointed that Andrew Wiggins is an all-star. Like I did not think, <laughs> like really. I we know. couldn't find anybody else, guys. Like, good for him to get, be at that level finally. Mm-hmm. But no one else, no one, <laughs> like no Anthony Davis, no anybody else. Like, okay, all right, good for you guys. Um, just because I'm scared that you'll take him away from me if I don't take him now, I'm gonna go with Embiid because I, oh, I gotta okay. have, I gotta have somebody that can go up against Jokic. Um, yeah. And those size. two, those two will battle. Like I can have LeBron and Giannis go at each other all day long mm-hmm. and be totally cool with it. And B, okay. I think can beat Jokic on a good yeah. day. So okay, all right. So you have Embiid and you have uh, Giannis. I have the Joker. I have LeBron. Uh, oh man, this is tough. I know. I don't know. You know what? Man. Because I really like this player. I'm trying to make make sure see where I'm at. Are you thinking? I'm going to go. I'm taking. I'm going to take your boy Tatum. Oh, you jackass. I'm going to take your boy Tatum. I'm sorry. I I, I 100% expected you to take DeRozan. Exactly. Because... I but I need but the thing is I'm trying to go up. You have six, seven feet in Joel Embiid. You have six, nine to six ten in Giannis. You have and then I have only seven feet in Joker and then six eight LeBron. If I even you out with six nine Tatum, then I feel all right. That's okay. I'm gonna take Seth Curry. Okay, Seth Curry rather and uh, just Steph Curry. Just drain threes all over the court. Cool. I had a feeling that could have been your plan B if I took Tatum. So I'm going to go ahead and take Ja. Ooh, you. That was my next guy. That was the next one. All right. So we have. Who do we have left? We have. It is DeRozan, Trey Young, DeRozan, and, and Wiggins. Wiggins. I'm going to take DeRozan. Okay. I got I gotta have some good ball handling here. And I know Trey Young's great at ball handling, but I have the best three-point shoot in the league. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what yeah. I will do. Let me guess, take Trey Young. No, Woo! I'm actually gonna take Wiggins. Wow. I thought I was gonna get stuck with the non-NBA All-Star right there. <laughs> All right. So I will take Mr. Tr- evil, whatever, villain Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Um, and my team will just be shooting threes from all over the court. Um, yeah. Cause I literally have everyone on my team besides Giannis shoots threes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And Embiid is a damn good three point shooter as a, uh, yeah, as a he's not bad. I, uh, I, so what I was targeting, I was targeting a little bit more speed. So I, we got a lot of athleticism on my team. So I that's what I was looking towards there. So I got a lot of length. You have speed. I have Giannis. He can get down the court in two steps. I know, but like at the same time, you have Jokic. Like, Jokic can't run. 
Yeah, but he could also shoot threes, so I match you there. I got John Morant, who is a stud. Jason Tatum, bucket. And then, and then you know, Andrew Wiggins this is just here to just have a great time. How does, how does Rudy Gobert become an all-star? He's so trash. I'm sorry. Hey, Rudy Gobert is the guy out here. Ugh. All right. Mitchell so, is much um, better than him. So right now, all-star reserves. Uh, Merritt, you, got, you, you have the floor, sir. Okay. So this one's going to be a little trickier because – there's a lot of guards. Like, holy crap, there is a oh, lot yeah. of guards. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't know how Chris Middleton's an all-star. Um, Fred Van Vliet, I, that makes no sense to me. He's a bucket. I'm going to go with Luca. I love Luca. Okay. And okay. He, he, brings, he brings a little bit more of a toughness. Mm-hmm. Um that you know Embiid and Giannis all have, but and DeRozan. DeRozan is a tough player to go against, but Trey Young and Steph aren't super tough. Um, Luca can come off that bench for either one of them and dominate in the paint Great or outside. So I like Luca. All right. Um, so my team, I have so Ja, I have Wiggins, I have Tatum. Uh I'm going to go with some more length. I'm going Zach Levine. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that one. I was I was thinking about him, but I also – I don't always like having two players from the same team on the team. I like always them being split up. I think that's just more fun. Um, okay. I am – oh, man. There's so many – so few, like – Power like small forwards, power forwards, like in this. Yeah, it's it's like it's I gotta go with Anthony Towns. I gotta go with damn you towns. That was that was gonna be my next pick because I I need somebody that's big that can back up, you know, Embiid or uh Giannis. So yeah. All right. Um all right, so have Zach Levine. I need another bucket, so we're gonna go ahead and take Devin Booker. I was wondering when you're gonna take him. I had I'm I was between two there, but like I definitely need like the best score possible. Uh, right after. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We got Butler left, Garland left, Gobert, um, Murray, Harden. Middleton, Mitchell, Paul, and Van Vliet are left. My God, we have midgets besides like two or three of those. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm going to pick the peskiest SOB on this list. Uh, and I'm going to go with Mr. Coffee himself, Jimmy Butler. Oh, okay. I'm not a fan of Jimmy Butler but he mm-hmm. would bring that defense and that toughness off that bench mm-hmm. that your guys wouldn't like. Okay. All right. Um, so for me, uh, I got Devin Booker. I got Zach Levine. And honestly, if you're not going to take him, I'm going to go ahead and take him. I'm going to take Donovan Mitchell. Oh, you son of a... So, like, I can just go ahead and go to the full guard lineup with Ja. I got Devin. 
I got Donovan, and then, and then yeah, Wiggins is just Wiggins. So son of a gun, that was gonna be my next guy. I literally I knew you were gonna take him because if I didn't take him now, I'd be screwed. All right. Well, I need a facilitator um, who is just playing out of his mind this year for his, what, 20th year in the league. So I'm going to go with Mr. Chris Paul. Okay. Chris Paul. All righty. I'm trying to see what else I need on my team. Man, this is tough. Now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Yep. You know what? My team needs to have a little bit of fun. Uh, do I want to go with that one? Mm, nah. You know what? Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna go ahead and take Lamelo Ball. Ooh, that's a good pick. I like that one. Yeah. All right. All right, Lamelo. Oh, thank you, Google, for telling me that I spelt Lamelo wrong. I added too many <laughs> L's to the name. That is scary. Uh, let me see here. We have left um, Garland, Gobert, Harden, Middleton, and Van Vliet. Oh, and Murray. Yes. Mm. I don't want a midget. Mm. Though I hate his guts and I think he how he's handling this whole scenario. I'm going to go with James Harden off the bench. Okay. Um just so that he can just go in and knock down, you know, five threes and call it a night and go to a strip club. <laughs> All right, um so I don't have any choice because he's the biggest person left on the board. I will take Rudy Gobert. Good. I didn't want him. I was, I was, I knew you didn't want him. I was trying to figure uh, out so how I, just, I would not have to have him. I just need to take him at this point because I'm looking at my lineup. It's Zach Levine, Devin, Donovan, LaMelo. So Rudy is, is with me. Yeah, probably a good idea. Um, type in everyone's name up in full name next pick we have hmm i think i'm gonna go with murray dante murray good pick yeah i i think that is a a, a winner right there nice gives you gives you a little bit more of a, a push at the shooting guard and also yes. some defensive prowess right there mm-hmm. all right um for me Garland, Middleton, Van Vliet. I'm gonna go Fred Van Vliet. Van Vliet. Ooh. I think he's uh, he's I think because it's his first All Star game, pesky guy. I think he'll have a, a good time there. And then I got I got, I got a lot of fun ple- people that he could throw the ball to. That's true. You just don't have like Lob City like my team is. <laughs> you you got a solid squad too. I think it's good, gonna be. This would be like honestly, I, I would love if the teams were actually drafted just the way we have them. Because that would be hilarious. This would be awesome to watch as they go back and forth, back and forth, up and down the court. Like, yeah, you would have a lot of threes being thrown up there. You'd have a lot of wide open dunks. 
and you'd have a few guys actually try to play defense. Be great. Yeah. Um, with my last pick, I have Chris Middleton or Garland. I'm gonna go Garland. You're going Garland? Yeah. Okay. Because you don't want you don't want uh, Chris Middleton to be on the same team as. I just. I also just. I think Chris Middleton being in the All Star game is a huge snub to Jalen Brown because everyone basically pointing between those two, and <laughs> literally looking at it going. Jalen should be in that spot because if it was Jalen, then yeah, hundred percent I'd take him. But it's not. It's Middleton. Yeah. Well, you know what? I will gladly take Chris Middleton because that at least gives me another big er guy uh, yeah, on my threes. team, and he can shoot threes. So I'm looking at my team. I got my height there. I got some scores that need to be there. I got some people that I think will be willing to have a little bit of fun, like Lamelo Ball. I could see him throwing some lobs to like. LeBron or Ja. So yeah. And I got Tatum. So we're out here. Did they announce who's doing the um dunk contest? Yes. It is uh Cole Anthony from the Magic. It is Obi Toppin from the Knicks. It is Jalen Green. Jalen Green from Houston, I think is my favorite. And then Juan Toscano. From Colton State. And I like the new format of the skills challenge. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm just looking at that. So it's going to be a new format this year. Three players in, in three teams. Three teams. Three rebounds. Shooting, passing, dribbling, drills. Oh, that would be interesting. So you have Team Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, literally all the All the odds brothers. of the Kumpos, yep. Um, that's interesting. Uh, then you have the Cleveland Cavalier team, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Evelyn Mobley, who he should be pretty good. And then you got the rookies, Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, yeah. uh, surprisingly, is falling He's a stud. Out. Oh, my He's gosh. He's stud. Yeah. Um, Three-point contest, Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, uh, Zach Levine, C.J. McCollum, uh, who is now a Pelican, um, Patty Mills. Anthony Towns, Van Vliet, and Trey Young. Trey Young should probably win that hands down. I don't know if he'll win that, honestly. And then slam dunk, Jalen, Obi, Cole, and Juan. That one? That one would be interesting. I'm going to go between Cole, Anthony, and uh, Jalen Green on that one. I think those two, just because they're guards, they're going to come out just killing it. Yeah, as much as I love Obi, I just think – Jalen Green has a lot of explosiveness. Also, yeah. he's fun fact. He's also Filipino, so I gotta support my Filipino guys. That's true. He um, is one of the only. Uh, he and Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Char- Clarkson are the only two Filipinos to ever play in the NBA. Yeah, it's lit. So I gotta support Jalen Green. Three point shootout. If I see it, um, I think I'm gonna go with. Shoot, you know what? I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna take. Zach Levine, and then I'm going to take all my Autots and Kumpos to win the the skills challenge. I'm going to go with Cole Anthony to win the dunk contest just because the kid does have bounce, and he's fun to watch. Does Uh, I think it'll be a very close one between him and Jalen Green. Jalen Green looks phenomenal when he dunks the ball. He literally has his head in the hoop. Um, I'm going to go with Trey Young for the three-point contest because out of those that are in that list, I think he has the best shot. Um, and then 
I'm going to go with the all rookie team to win the skills contest because okay. they're going to go into it. Like some of those guys go into it super serious. I think they're going to come into it just having fun. Like, yeah. They're just going to come in and be like, all right, cool. Like they're going to be super loose, like all this stuff. Um, so I think that'll be, that'll be fun to watch. I do hope the dunk contest, like they need to redo that in a few years. Like they need to figure out a new way to promote it or a new thing for the dunk contest because it has gotten stale over the past four or five years. So let's hope they can figure something out. Do you know what I think? What? I know normally on all-star Saturday, the dunk contest is usually last. In my opinion, they should move the dunk contest up in the beginning and have the three-point shootout be the last thing that they finish off with because the three-point shootout has consistently every year been the most exciting event out of all the events. Yeah, but they always think the dunking is the most exciting part. But now it's like, no, no, we don't have high flyers like we used to where you're watching Vince Carter Mm -hmm. and Jason Richardson and Baron Davis and all these guys. Granted, these guys can jump and they can they can dunk and all that but like these were pure just dunkers they yeah. they weren't pulling out props they weren't doing changing into a superman costume or jumping over cars and there's no star power in these dunk contests they're all if you notice they're all young guys yeah so you if, have you, have if you ask star. me yeah if you're gonna end it off like be like the main event you need a star in that dunk contest so that's like, why i was saying you just move up that dunk contest up the card a little bit then you have end off with a three-point shooting contest because you have at least have the star power there. Yeah, I agree with you. I just really – I would love to see if, like, they somehow convince, like, LeBron James to actually do an all – like, a dunk contest. Like, I think, we, I think we've, we've lost we've, – we, uh, We're way past that now. We're way past the time, unfortunately. Oh, also, but, they um, – I'm just looking at the NBA All-Star website. They did a whole deal where they just re-imaged and – uh, completely changed the whole the trophies for the All Star game this weekend. Yes, they they uh, the All Star MVP trophy is now. It looks the, like it's a freaking chandelier that they. Yeah, have but it's carry. the Kobe Bryant award. Yes, the Kobe Bryant MVP award. Yeah, I just don't understand why it looks like that. Why not just make it a black mamba? But hey, I'm not. It looks cool though. I dig it. I think it's neat. I just and then the rest of them too. I didn't see what they did to the rest of them. Yeah. Here, hold on. Let me throw this in the chat for you. Ooh, we're we're being creative here now. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, look at that. Kevin threw me something. Let's see. Yeah. Oh boy. Let's hope it doesn't slow my computer down like it is. Kia, come on. Kobe Bryant trophy. Ooh, dunk contest. Three point. The dunk contest and three-point shooting one looks the exact same. Yeah, Talk I think all skills. those skills ones are all the same. Rising Stars. Oh, the Rising Stars one looks fun this year. Oh, uh, speaking of the Rising Stars, that's going to be a fun one as well. That whole all competition. Star, Ruffles, NBA All-Star Celebrity. Uh, those are pretty cool looking. I like those. Yeah. Definitely, definitely different. It looks like they're about to break easily if you drop it, too. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. Didn't mean to. Um. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm excited mainly to, you know, that is it, um, who is it? Whatever, one of the, the G League teams is playing, they have players in this game. Yeah, so the, the Rising Stars, it's 12 players from that are sophomores, 12 players that are rookies, and they added four 
G four players from the G League Ignite team that they like it was a whole draft between Gary Payton, Isaiah Thomas, Rick Barry, and James Worthy. They're the coaches. And then they play at four teams. So they're playing, I think it's like two games of 21 for like the for, for each of them. And then whoever wins of those two games will play against each other. That'd be cool. Really cool. Like yeah. So that that's like dip. That's really that's different. And shout out to NBA for continuing to do something different. They've done the international versus USA the other year. They did the normal rookie versus sophomores. I just I appreciate them trying to evolve out here. All right, Kevin, did we miss anything? No, I think I just literally got everything there. I'm mentioning about the Rising Stalls All-Star game. Um, All-Star weekend is always fun. I hope it continues to be fun. I appreciate the NBA trying to be innovative and, you know, evolve as time goes. Um, But, yeah, I think I'm ready for our trivia. And maybe do you want to go ahead and talk about who's going to be on our podcast next week? Yes, I will talk about that after I remember their podcast name. So give me a second. I'm I'm okay. so sorry. I'm horrible at so, this stuff. Right now, um, Merritt is looking for we're gonna have guests next week, which is fun. Um, they run another podcast. Merritt will get the name. They're two of his buddies over at WBU. If if I got that correctly, Merritt. Yes, maybe. yes, sir. But yep. yeah, so we'll talk about the Super Bowl. I mean, the only other thing I was gonna say, note wise, did you have a final score guest for the Super Bowl this weekend? I do not, but I do have, remember, I have the trivia. So I will, let's talk about that. Um, yes, trivia, trivia. I'm excited. And then we'll, we'll talk about the next week's episode um, and give our Super Bowl predictions. Yes. So, Kevin, what are the two states that have not yet to send a team to the NCAA tournament? So, like March Madness and that kind of stuff. Okay. What are the two so states? The two states that haven't sent anybody to, to correct. March Madness. Okay. I need a picture of the state of the United States. Let's see. Hmm. Then this is really hard. Okay. All righty. Is Alaska one of them? Yes. Okay. All right. Alaska. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. I was gonna go. No, I no, they definitely been in there. March Madness, you're, you're considering, right? Not like Final Four, March Madness. Yep, just the tournament. Okay. I was gonna say Hawaii, but I feel like Hawaii made it one year. Yep, they did. Um. Louisiana has Mississippi has uh, DC has Maryland yes Delaware yes 
All right, final guess. Has Vermont made it? Yes, they did. The Catamounts made it a few years they ago. Did make it? Okay, you are in the right region. Maybe Maine. New Hampshire. Maine has never. Oh, it's sent. Maine. Yep. Okay, New Hampshire did go. Um, my f- right before my freshman year, I believe they the University okay. of New Hampshire went. Okay, um, I was yeah. looking at Maine. I was like, ah, I, I feel like I could have swear I've seen Maine in there. All right. Yep. I'm Maine. happy. I got. I'm happy. I got the one of them. I know. Usually, you know. Granted, we've only been this doing this for two weeks, but you're usually off each time. Yeah, I'm happy I got the first one. All right, so Alaska, yeah. Next week's episode, guys, um, we are going to have our really our first true collab with another podcast. Um, they are two of my buddies from West Virginia that Kevin probably doesn't know. One was in sports management with us for a little bit, but um, left to be in a different um, uh major i think he went into business administration instead cool um but their podcast is two quacks and a panda it is on spotify uh they are pretty hysterical they they just kind of talk about the same things we talk about school sports all that fun jazz um so their names are chris alico and mike underwood you know we're gonna have a great time we're gonna talk about the super bowl we'll probably talk stupid college stories somehow too we tossed in there um wait a minute yeah Two quacks and a panda. Yeah. They follow us on the Instagram. Yeah, they do. So I I, I, I remember I was like, who the hell are these people? And then you and I found then I didn't know that they're your, your people. Yeah, they're my buddies from college. Um, so they, they commented on the episode way back when we had Christy on. Yeah. They were like, when and are then we going to get on? And then I didn't respond because I thought we didn't know who the hell they were. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I know them. I will. I'll accept them now. I will make sure I follow them back. Awesome. Yeah. So this will be fun, guys. Um, if you just want to listen into really four idiots talking about Super Bowl that we have no idea anything about, besides our own personal opinions, tune in next week. Um, final score of predictions, though, Kevin. Who, who are you going with? Uh, I'm going, I'm going the Rams. I know last week I did 31-28. I am gonna be a little more humble. I'm gonna go. Uh, 24-21 in the favor of Los Angeles Rams. So I'm going to stick with the Simpsons because the Simpsons somehow predict everything to happen correctly. Um, so I'm going to go with 34-31, the Bengals over the Rams. Ooh, yep, okay. Yep. That's what the Simpsons predicted. I saw it. I was like, all right. And I'm jumping on the bandwagon for the Bengals. I think they're going to be fantastic uh, for the next few years. So that'll be fun to watch. But Kevin, that's all we got. Let's get out of here. Yes, absolutely. Outro time um, on a Wednesday. So once again, for those of us that are listening, thank you for listening. You can listen to us every week on Apple Podcasts. If you want to watch us, feel free to watch us on the YouTube at Mainly Musings Podcast. Um, feel free to follow us at the Instagram, the Mainly Musings Pod. Uh, follow Merritt on his social medias at Merritt underscore P. Go ahead and follow me on my Instagram, kquava624. Uh, and yes, take care, everybody. Have a good night and happy Wednesday.